Welcome to Better Cast Saul, the officially unofficial podcast for Better Call Saul on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. We just finished watching uh, episodes one and two of Better Call Saul. Yep. Uh, Uno and Miho. Brand new show. I'm going to ask you, do, do you want to talk about the the directors and all that shit? This is more of an instant cast. Mm. This is just our impressions. Uh, it, I can tell what? you right off the top of my head, it uh, is uh, Vince Gilligan directed the first one. Michelle mm-hmm. McLaren directed the second. And I know who the writers are. Vince Gilligan, Peter Gould. Uh, yep, yep, <laughs> exactly. So All right. there you go. Congratulations. Uh, what did you think of this episode? Or these two episodes, I guess. Ah, um, there's a lot. Uh, there's this, It's got a lot of promise. This is a good show. It's a good show. I'm kind, I, whoever wrote that this was better than Breaking Bad in season one needs to eat like a bag of donkey dick because that is, yeah. that is some clickbait hyperbole bullshit. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm, and, and, I'm with you there. And I feel silly that we had the debate about spoilers such as it is because this, if you did, if you don't, if you haven't seen breaking bad, this is a farce. Yeah. Like no. that stretch with Tio just doesn't make, I don't, I don't think it makes a lick of sense. It just plays like, unless you intimately know that character. Yeah. And then, which case, and his relationship with Nodo specifically, like, yeah, I I take back everything I said over the last cast where we were arguing (laughs) about whether or not we should talk about spoilers because we have to talk about spoilers. Sure, we don't talk about spoilers. There's nothing to talk about on the show. I yes, this so many because almost nothing happened here. All they did was show a little bit of Saul's character Uh and get Tuco together with him. Yep. Yep. That's it. And In Jonathan two hours Banks. of TV, if you go to Breaking Bad and you watch two hours of that show, a man has cancer and is cooking meth amphetamines with his high school dropout student. And killed a man. Already. And killed a man. Two men in the pilot. No, no, one man, to be fair. Just killed one man. Yeah. And then I was like, so I don't think the show... It's our- crazy. It's crazy. The pacing on this show is not good. I, I feel like what happened is... Sony came in and said to, to the writer's room after they just polished off the season and said, aha, we're done. We put the stamp on it. They come in, they say AMC ordered another episode, and they go, all right, d- double it. Yeah. Double everything. Like, take the episode, just double it. So, I, you know, it's funny because I was really digging the show, uh, and I think we were 15 minutes into Miho. And I, I said, like, what do you think so far, man? I'm really digging it. And he goes, like, yeah. I don't know how much it feels like Breaking Bad, and they're just taking too long. And as soon as you saw, said that, I started thinking, like, how long we've spent on a relatively low stakes, knowing what we know about everything. Yeah, with the, the skateboarders. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, you're right. The pacing did seem off. It's not. Now, and the tone's not like Breaking Bad, but I feel like there was a lot of scenes that really screamed Breaking Bad to me. Like, our yeah, introduction yeah. to Saul's office. Oh, yeah. With the overhead in the pipes <laughs> angle. Saul's office here is what his waiting room is in his next office. A lot of stuff in Tia, like in the garage when things got tense and the gun was drawn and the music started. Was that a gun? It looked more like a cannon. It, Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, again, I'm not a gun fancier. I just like shooting them. 
but I don't, there's like a Taurus judge. That's like one of the biggest fucking hand cannons I've ever seen. Hmm. But, um, that, that felt very breaking baddie. And I can already tell, I don't know if they're going to keep this up, but I can already tell like the justice montage or the saltage is going to be very (laughs) similar to the cooking montages that they're just one of the high points of the entertainment and enjoyment. Yeah. But I kind of, as that montage went on, as awesome as it was, I'm like, man, you are burning through a lot of primo saw. You are. I I will be super impressed if they can rip something like that off every episode or every other episode where it's just, you just get this snippets of sentence to make you realize, wait, plead to the sheep, (laughs) plead to the sheep. What the fuck? What? He's he's guys sure. fucking heads uh-huh. desecrating corpses, uh fucking sheep. That song which I hate, I hate that Saul Saul. You better call Saul. Yep. It's so indulgent. It just goes on forever. And they played, they saw fit to play its entirety That's tonight. That's what the show is, though, man. I yeah. felt like this is not. This is only Breaking Bad in setting and style. This is not Breaking Bad in tone at all. Because no, not so th- far. This is more Saul in tone. Like this. Watching this show is what yeah. it's like to be Saul grinding out these seven hundred dollar defender yeah. cases. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I, I think it's the material I just with this okay. I I was not impressed with the first two episodes, honestly. I was waiting for it to hook me, and every time I thought that it had huh. hooked me, it kept going with a scene that I was not invested in anymore. That I, j- I just wanted to be over. See, I liked it a lot more than you because I felt like it was a pleasant Sunday drive. Like, I really like these characters. I miss these characters. It was fun yeah. to watch them interact. I do, it was, I do enjoy parts of it, yeah. And I thought that was, all that stuff is really cool. And kind of seeing Saul be shaped into the man we know he's to become. Yeah. I tell you what, the best part of the episode and art on a whole other plane than anything else we saw was the first 10 minutes. The Omaha oh, montage yeah, yeah. Uh, of him. And, and they was... did so many really cool, effective things in that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, his just daily, speaking of grind, his daily grind. And, you know, we see how much hair he's lost. And he's just living his gray, dull existence. Yeah. And that one tough dude that's got, like, the weirdest... Hey, I know that person and I have affection <laughs> for them. Like, is it that or is it I want to murder that person over yeah, there? Yeah, I'm going to gain her trust and take her to the trunk and my trunk. Yeah, no, I love that opening scene. Uh, it felt very much like the teddy bear scenes, like the, the poolside. All, yeah, kind of all super two. cut. Yeah, uh, it, it felt a lot like that. And I wonder where they're going with that. You know, are they going to kind of, how are they going to unfold the different characters that Saul? or slash Jimmy is, you know, yeah. slipping Jimmy, Jimmy McGill. Sure. Uh, I think that could be interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, what I, I just felt like some, it dragged too much for me, but the fun parts were really fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that that's kind of that intro where he was kind of going through his own long, dark granite state of the soul, you know, cause it's kind yeah. of cold and he's got this kind of shabby, I guess, comparatively, although when has Saul ever had a glamorous lifestyle? He's had a, a sweet ride and some decent mm-hmm. suits, and but his <laughs> his what he upgrades to from this a uh, boiler closet. It's not even a boiler room; it's a boiler closet in this yeah. uh, nail salon mm-hmm. to the strip mall. It's not that much better. It's not classier. Right. It's bigger. It's right. capable. He's still, yeah, he still very feels uh, very much feels just like low rent lawyer the whole time. I, I feel like he might get better at his lawyering skills. Although he's pretty uh, damn good. Like the 
Did his negotiations with Tuco pass into farce for you? No, not quite. Okay. I, I kind of expected it to. I, I didn't think right? going I, into that scene that I would buy Tuco being talked down from anything. From anything. But I felt like they'd really not walk that knife's edge to show, like, this is T.O. not... Yeah. Like, T.O. hasn't started the meth yet. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Not T.O., Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Tuco. Yeah. Uh, Tuco, Tico, Tuco... <laughs> Tio Mio Abuelito or Abuelito. This is your dream scenario, right? I know. Here. I'm I'm it's my Waterloo. <laughs> Welcome to my hell. I don't even remember what I was saying. Um but no You were saying that he the way he got talked down from that he, he's not the crazy Tuco, but you can see the seeds of his paranoia already. Yeah, yeah. And and the one guy who's not no dos or the other guy, who is the other guy? It's not Jesus, is it? Phil no, or, it's I don't know his name. But anyway, it's the, the, the guy that's not no-dos. Yeah. Uh, the third guy, who really seems like he's got his shit together, and who is able to talk to Tuco in a way that is he needs to be talked to to kind of keep him not from doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, you can see how, however that guy got he left his gang, and maybe we'll find out. That'd be kind of a cool origin story. Sure. This is the downfall of Tuco, and that's kind of fun to watch. And also, it's believable mm-hmm. that this Saul Goodman could say these things to Tuco and like, you know, the judge and that kind of flattery and the t- giving him the respect. Yeah. And the fact that it was the, all about his three lieutenants, they don't want, they don't really want him to kill these guys in the desert over this either. No, especially I, th- I think the other guy, uh, th- so there is clearly a hierarchy here, right? I think Tuco is kind of evenly set with the other guy who comes to really. Saul at the end. Yeah. You think I that's think another like one you, or it could be family. Because, I mean, you can see the way he looks at Nodos when Nodos tries to jump in and say something. Sure. He's well, clearly below him. And that's the, that's part of the comedy. Again, if you didn't yeah. see Breaking Bad, you don't know why it's funny when Tuco starts like to hulk up on this guy. But he's like trying to reason and talk with the other guy. Yeah. Not just staring him down, like get in your place. No, no. He's re- he has so respect. I feel like they're on the same level there. You could be right. Operation. I thought he was... Uh, his second in command, the one guy who can check him and All right, his Riker, his Riker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure, okay. sure. I could so, buy that too, I guess. Um, you know the part that I really liked about this series so far? What's that? Uh, Jimmy's brother. I thought Very that storyline was super compelling, and yeah. I don't really know why. Right. Uh, the performances are great on both sides of that, and I kind of want to loathe this guy because he's this <laughs> luddite woo woo I- idiot that's being blatantly taken advantage of him but he's played by but at the, the same time it kind of feels like he he's to be pitied a little bit too like right he's stuck in his house he's wearing space blankets like i don't think he's having a good time with it i mean he's lenny from laverne and shirley right he's kind of professional yeah. at playing a schlub and it's interesting to see him play a professional schlub uh-huh. like this is a guy who and I thought there was a funny L.A. law joke and that this slick, good-looking, well-dressed lawyer is is named – I think his name was Harold Hamlin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's a play on the Harry Hamlin character from L.A. law. At least I think so. Oh, I think uh, you're right. Yeah. Um, that seems You know, you fair. can tell that he's been working him – I mean, he's essentially Snowball. No, no, no. Which one – which is the horse from Animal Farm? Is it Snowball? No, that's a pig. It's cha- yeah, he's the good pig, right? Yeah. Snowball and Napoleon champ Shit. there's a bunch of people it's probably champ there's if a bunch a of horse. people old gluey 
Uh, you know, he's the old gluey. He's the uh-huh. he's the fool that's hardworking. That was and, Mr. Ed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and I feel like that that that's a cool character. Yeah, yeah. And it's a really good foil. Or, you know, you got this guy who you can tell Jimmy just wants to scream in his face, "You're a lunatic!" Mm-hmm. But he's got this moral superiority of over him as his older brother and as the more successful one, and also as the guy who's not slipping Jimmy. Yeah, the more compassionate one. He's talking about, you know, money being not the issue. Do you have a problem with him with Saul being slipping Jimmy? That was a no, little No, not really. Really? He seems I mean, he has always seemed very slimy to me. But he's smarter than I that seems like I, I don't like him being the same species as the two redheaded idiots on the skateboards. Okay. That's kind of offensive to me as a fan of the Saul Goodman character. Like Yes, he's that sleazy, but he's always been smart. <laughs> and that's that seems like it, what an idiot would do to make a buck. So maybe he got hit one too many times by the cars. Then got smarter? I don't that 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 logic no, no, doesn't no. track. No, it took a it took a toll on him for a few years and then uh, he got back in the game. He beat it, just like his brother's going to. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. He went a little <laughs> got a little mad gal. Yeah. Uh I there are so many references to breaking bad in this. Uh I saw an article that listed like the top eight or not the top eight it was like eight references to breaking bad that you missed in better call Saul. Yeah. a i didn't miss them and b there were a lot more than eight yeah oh yeah and uh, one of the big ones is the title of miho i believe i haven't mm. had a chance to go back and look this but i think that when saul is first meets walt and jesse out in the desert he's like you know, did, did, did Mio sent you? Is this uh, about Mio? And we're like, who the fuck is Mio? I remember yeah, just a couple that. weeks ago. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck? Uh, well, guess surprise, motherfuckers. It's Tuco. Found out. That's really cool. I like that tie-in. Mio, uh, also, if you didn't know, I looked it up because I'm 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 a white boy that doesn't speak much Spanish, if at all. <laughs> uh, but it means uh, my son. It's like a affectionate okay. thing. So also for a grandson, I guess. I, I guess, yeah, sure. Okay. That works. Uh, the one that I really liked. Are we to take is, that's that's Tio's sweetheart? Uh, could be. I think. No, no, no. no. It's his uncle. Yeah, it's that's his uncle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's good. Christ, her that's son. wow, wow. She <laughs> is ancient. Then his dad's brother, I guess. Right? Yeah. She's mm-hmm. ancient. Wow. Okay. So, I guess so. anyway, what, what was the, your point? The one that I liked a lot was when uh, Saul says i'm a lawyer not a criminal yeah and then later on he's suggesting you need a criminal lawyer and that's what he becomes i like that little sly reference to that line sure even though it's not the same line right uh they do a lot of that stuff they they play it pretty coy um and i i think i like that yeah and there's a a lot of breaking bad fan you can tell there's a lot of things where you can hear like vince gilligan giggling behind and peter gould behind the keyboard like what can we do to out the the top the aztec and we're gonna i think that was a some sort of metro probably a geo yeah. some sort of geo um yeah and that, that and it nice. was missing the headrest so like slipping jimmy if he gets tapped in the on his back bumper <laughs> he's just whiplash from hell to breakfast sure uh i his brain's already rattling around in there like a peanut so yeah and i don't know i, I just thought there's a lot of really it's kind of a love letter breaking bad fans yeah, and I'm interested to see like it's so much lower stakes than you know high school chemistry teacher has meth, mm-hmm. 
and is dying. Sleazy lawyer becomes a more ethically ambiguous sleazy lawyer. I mean, this is about <laughs> watching Saul, you know, Jimmy McGill turn into Saul Goodman and also to decide that he's going to be in the game as they talked about at the end. Yeah. There's a lot of That's not with- that's that can't be as good as Breaking Bad, right? No, and I I hope that's not all the show is. I don't think it's going to be. Um but- I think there's a lot of tension to be pulled out of Tuco and Saul. Sure. Uh, a ton of tension there. And I think the stuff that they're setting up with uh, his brother and the law firm, I think it has, mm. it has me interested, certainly. And that's a really but, good active scene. Uh, sometimes uh, Bob Odenkirk is blowing me away. Like that yeah. scene with the treasure and his wife in the cafe where they're about to sign the paper and he gives <laughs> this like dog waiting for a bone to fall off the table look. And it's just, a, uh-huh. it's really funny and it's really also well done. Or how about the scene where he has just come back from the desert and he goes on a date. Oh my God. And there's Def- snapping biscottis over there. You can definitely, whatever that is. you can definitely hear the giggling over the typewriters there. Oh yeah. It's amazing. And I, that was one of those scenes that actually worked because it was so long. Yeah. Uh, like at the beginning I was thinking, man, this is kind of going on for a while. He's just staring at her cleavage and stuff. Sure. And then they kind of morphed that into something I did not expect. And it worked. And they really emphasized well. the redness of her nail. Like it's just all blood and snapping yeah. bones inside his head, Ugh. which I thought was pretty funny. Sure. Um, so anyway, the other thing I want to talk about, shit, what was I? Hmm. I had one more point on one to make that that jogged my memory and now it's gone. Okay. So you got that on your head. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got anything? So, else? Yeah. There's one other All thing right. that we talked about in between episodes when, when Tuco stuck his head out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, is seeing Tuco and Jonathan Banks uh, as Mike and all these other references in just the first two episodes really kind of breaking bad, folding in on itself. Yeah. Is this a little too Chewbacca C-3PO in the prequel trilogies for you? Is this like start, you know, I, I get that uh, New Mexico, uh, you know, New Mexico is not a whole galaxy. Sure. But still, does it seem like the place is a little too small? It does. Yeah, a little too small world for me. Uh, the stunning coincidence. You know, it's a little fish NATO-y. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't feel like it's it's not, uh, I you know, I, I'm not ready to call bullshit, but, like, I've definitely got the, 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 the head cocked back and the eyes kind of like, what's going yeah, on Yeah, I want to give them through the, these, these first few weeks just to, to even really pass judgment on the show. Like, like if these two redhead like, it, like, like if these two redheads had opened up trying to scam Gretchen and Elliot as they pull out the neighborhood in their BMW or their uh-huh. uh, Mercedes, uh-huh. that would have been, oh, fuck you. Fuck you. This is bullshit. Too far. You crossed Too much. the line. What are you, Gotham? Is this the Gotham pilot I'm watching? <laughs> uh, you going to go yeah. turn the left on Batman Street and take it to Iceman Way? Whatever. <laughs> uh, Mr. Freeze. I've got Mr. my Freeze, I, sure. I'm Marvel Mr. DC. Freeze, well, to be fair, he has a cul-de-sac. It's more of a boulevard. Uh, That's the kind of shit Gotham pulled they, into a turnaround sort of situation. So they, they, they were yeah. so self, yeah. very slippery over there. So <laughs> stay away from the edges of the road. Uh, yeah, I can't bag on Gotham. Um, anyway. <laughs> I feel like that's definitely a line too far, but this episode is right there. Like one more Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. If Badger and Skinny Pete were hacky sacking in the background, bullshit, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. What if Badger and Skinny Pete were the skateboarders? Oh, <laughs> you know. Would that, that be awesome or would that be too far? That's, that wraps back around to awesome. But yeah, that's like the rule of cool. 
All like right. I really, yeah. really, really want to see Badger and Skinny Pete in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that I would probably allow that. Just like you know, Raymond Cruz, uh, charisma and kind of seeing a, the more comedic side of that made that scene ultimately worth it. Even though, as you said, it's too long and the uh-huh. stakes are kind of weird. But yeah, I mean, as long as they're and, right. and 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 him, you know, going kind of starting to go crazy off and of no dos, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly I like really I like liked stuff, Saul and Saul and Mike giving each other shit. I'm a big Breaking Bad fan. That stuff appeals to me. I'm just like worried that it won't appeal to anybody new. We were kind of talking during the show, like, oh, if you're one of the millions of Walking Dead fans that uh-huh. tuned in to say, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking you're a Walking Dead fan, you never seen Breaking Bad. And you probably get a lot of shit from friends and family members. You know, you're saying the Walking Dead's awesome. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's amazing. And you haven't seen Breaking Bad. It's so much better. You think Walking Dead's crap if you could see. And you tune in like, okay, I've heard this is as good as Breaking Bad. I'm going to get on the ground floor. It's it's silly. You're you're it's just silly for disappointment. Without the extra color of knowing the characters and having that affection, I feel like that this just doesn't work. If 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 you watch this first. And we talked about it harming its legacy, which I don't think it can. But for yeah, it could damage people that heard about the Breaking Bad hype train. They don't have but Netflix. They haven't watched it. Yeah, they haven't watched it. They said, "Oh, prequel. I'm going to see what this is all about." Same creative team, and I don't know what you think if that's a first experience. I, I, I now feel like I have to go up to everyone I know uh, yeah. who, in the future, says that they don't like Breaking Bad, and ask them if they've actually watched it or if they just watched Better Call the first two episodes of Better Call Saul. Right, because because those people might be turned off from the idea that the, this universe is something they're into. Yeah, it's like if someone just said, based on these first two, like it's like someone I don't know said how the rest of the show is gonna you know go. these Christopher Nolan Batman films are fucking amazing, and you're like ah oh, okay, and one night you're flipping through and like oh, Batman and Robin's on yeah TV Land uh yeah the old Adam West Batman's on I'm gonna all right you just right. are totally in the wrong universe yeah you're not even different on different tone yeah yeah completely yeah so same characters different tone. But yeah, uh, I still I liked it, and I think it's got a lot of potential. I was surprised at how really good like the intro was, and some of the individual beats with his brother, um, yeah, yeah. where it's kind of a different side of him, the side that wants to be a real good man. Um, so I'm yeah. curious to see how they where this goes. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like Tuco's going to be in and out of this season. I think it could go to interesting places. How much longer can they get keep Mike behind that ticket booth before he has to do something interesting? Oh, man. I just wonder how many more times Saul is going to come up to him when he knows he's just going to get sent back for another ticket. Mm-hmm. He should just buy a whole bunch of tickets in the morning and just put them all, cover Mike's booth in them. Yeah. I'd, cover them in them. That's the other thing. You. It's like, it seems like it is, uh, he's supposed to get ticket his ticket validated, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And he does seem to have a point that this woman, for whatever maniacal reason, is shorting him tickets. <laughs> unless, knows how long he has been in there. Unless Mike is just fucking with him. I don't I don't think Mike would do that. No. I think Mike is just enforcing the rules. Sure. But yeah, I, I would think he would go down and have a little talk with the ticket the, the sticker puncher. Like, yeah, why yeah. are you wasting my time, Julia? But Saul's so sleazy that he doesn't believe him. He doesn't believe him. Hmm. There's no way he thinks the ticket giver is dirty. Sure. Saul's not. Sure. Uh, uh, what, why don't you talk? We were talking earlier about possible uh, cameos, you know, as skateboarders. Uh, talk about the one cameo that we're not certain is or isn't in here. 
Oh, uh, Ron Swanson. Yeah, you you said, hey, whoa, whoa, pause that for a second. Go back. Yeah, Nick Offerman. I there's a, this thing where he's standing with at a urinal with Saul, and this guy. I can't tell if he looks like a pudgier, younger version of Nick Offerman. If he is Nick Offerman, and we noticed that, like, oh, that can't be. But then when he moved, the metallic kind of mirrored f- surface is a little dented. Yeah, it's warped. Uh, like a towel dispenser or a uh, <laughs> trash can. Uh, yeah, a, a trash can in a law office, and it's kind of distorted. And when he walked past, it kind of looked a little Nick Offerman-y. Yeah, it, I can't. I I could totally buy the. Yeah, you know Bob Odenkirk knows Nick Offerman, and, and Nick Offerman's a big fan, and he'd do yeah, a walk on. Be in it, but yeah, it looked very Ron Swanson to me. Also, Could I've been be. trying to call ever since the episode's over that phone number on the Matchbook. Yeah, yeah, five zero five two four two six zero eight seven, which is just ringing busy. You think Tuco's going to answer? I think so because I, if I recall correctly, there was a real phone number in New Mexico in the pilot, which was a Vince Gilligan's either cell phone or actually number they had an answer machine and he would collect messages oh, and listen okay. to it. All right. Um, I think I, I got that fact right, but I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what it is. They like to do that stuff. And when they use like a uh, GPS coordinates, right. They'll throw them on buildings that are sure significant like to them. Part of Sony pictures or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, uh, I'm very curious to see what they build on. And I know yeah. that the, the Seppenwalls and the Pani Wozniks and all saw at least three episodes and they all came away fairly impressed. So I wonder if they're, uh, because I'm, you know, like I said, it's good, but certainly not great. I kind of want to see something else in the third episode to kind of s- have a better sense of what those guys were seeing. Yeah, I really felt like I was hooked at this point in Breaking Bad. I know it's super early. Sure, right. Uh, and most shows don't hook me that quickly either. Um, the first episode of we, shows we, that I love. We've talked all about the first episode of Breaking Bad and how it just is a visceral, grab you by the balls kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, so I'm not going to pass judgment on the series off the first sure. two episodes. But I, I have to say how I felt about those episodes. And though they didn't really do it for me. I mean, they were, they were just okay. And given the hype, I was expecting much better. I think, I think some of the hype... Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know whether Alan Seppenwall, because uh, they talked about the fact that a lot of the, pr- the the critics gave Breaking Bad fairly lukewarm reviews. We talked about it in the cast. I read reviews from Seppenwall's archive where yeah, he's like, one and two. yeah, sure. Cranston's pretty good, but, you know, <laughs> the pacing in this episode felt so slow. And I'm like, what the? F- How can you say that? I know. We're not going to do that episode again. But, wow, okay. But yeah. I, I sometimes wonder, you know, this is one of my pet theories is that TV critics are influenced by each other's opinion, and they also uh, don't like to look foolish in 2020 vision. So I think huh. there's a lot of there's a lot of subtle social pressure, and they would scoff and say, "Oh, you're being silly." But I know I felt it. Like That's it's much harder to it's much harder for me to hate on an episode twice in a row mm. than it is like if you have a bad one and then a good one, good one, bad one. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I think there's a social, you know, you get people saying, what are you crazy in your mailbox? And it does. I'm not saying I let it happen, but I'm trying to acknowledge their natural biases. And I feel like that that between everybody else, the early views like, oh, this is so good. They had to kind of get in that camp. And also a lot of them to a man were kind of like, eh, I'm breaking bad when it came out the gate. So I think, yeah, the, the trouble with that is you can never like it's just chance. Yeah, it's just chance. And your personal taste, it's like. 
you know, we can say that these are the best shows ever, but sure. in the end, like you and I disagree on the best show ever. It's like, but it's all it's I it's just the same way we kind of have a little bit of bragging rights when fuck, we get predictions like, for stuff had to happen, yes, and yeah, we're like right. proud of that, even though it's it means nothing. <laughs> you know, people gamble. I don't know if you've been to Las Vegas, but apparently there's I this was whole just gambling this weekend. There yeah. you go. I mean, uh, th- there there's a little a- element to that. So I, I I that's how I explain the immense hype. Yeah um because yeah i felt like some of it could have been a little bit more measured i don't know i feel like andy yeah. greenwald the best review he was the one that seemed to be more now that i've seen the episodes a little bit more on the mark but you know i've given really andy, i've given greenwald the shit but he was the more yeah. skeptical of like yeah this is fun and it's you know it's felt like a lot of good fan service and there's nothing wrong with that but huh um I, i'm shocked to hear you say anything good about andy greenwald i i try to be fair I try to be just That's the thing. Yeah. like a judge. Just like Tuco. Yeah. You are just like Tuco. Have you read the code? Are you familiar with the code of Hammurabi? <laughs> no, I'm not, actually. He says sometimes even Andy Greenwald is right. All right. Perfect. Uh, that's our instant cast. Yeah. We'll have the full coverage for the first episode out tomorrow, believe it or not, uh, as well as The Walking Dead, uh, primary coverage for tomorrow. And then Wednesday and every subsequent Wednesday, we'll be covering the Monday episode. In this case, 102 Miho. Yeah. I know it's confusing, but now we'll have a pattern going after Wednesday. And I feel like our okay. podcast is going to be just like the show. The first couple of weeks are very confusing. <laughs> Nobody really knows what to make of it. But then you sure. get into a pattern. Sure. They hit their stride and we're all good. Yeah. Um, and so if you like to send us feedback for the uh, that podcast you can do so at better cast saw at uh baldmove.com i forgot our domain Did for a minute get the name of yep. the website and we're getting a lot of feedback a lot of advanced feedback like uh yeah. haven't had a week haven't had a, a couple days stretch since the old game of thrones Mad Men season it's it's <laughs> seems like it's kind of insane oh did you hear yeah. that uh, the ratings are in. Uh, you're, I know I'd already told you this, but the Better Call Saul got to 6.9 million. Ah, yeah. Which is like 50% less than I predicted. But, but record-breaking. It was the largest uh, cable drama premiere of all time. Ever. Wow. Ever. In mm-hmm. the history of the, the known universe. It's pretty good. So, like I, I, I was joking to Natterborn, I said, uh, only I can make a prediction that would see that would make a record-breaking <laughs> attempt seem disappointing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am the wet what? blanket. There was hype around Better Call Saul? <laughs> what are you talking about? I am the blanket that's wet. Uh, All right, that's it. Yeah, we got the forums. We got uh, posts up on there. Again, I think the spoiler policy has been thrown out the window. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, it's it's the show threw it out. Full Breaking Bad throttle, and yep. uh, so kind of bold for Gilligan to do to to make it that explicit. Yeah, uh, but there it is. Uh, but get on the forums if you want to talk about it there on facebookcom move and on Twitter at move The forums linked, by the way, is forums.baldmove.com crazy code but we cracked it <laughs> that uh, something and we'll see you tomorrow we got content every friggin' day of this week basically yep uh, a lot more. of stuff going down americans justified yep walking dead yep all uh, good stuff probably a lot more stuff we're gonna do i don't know sure we got a, a bunch of commission cast stacked up to maybe yep. we'll get to one of them maybe we won't try to Who get knows? to a lunch with jim and aaron we got a, we got a good one coming up yeah we do very soon we're eating chocolate covered bugs spoiler alert we are? Are we? I, I was going for the human centipede. I don't know what you were planning on doing. <laughs> okay, you go for that, buddy. 
uh, let's get out of here on All that right. note. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next week or tomorrow with a, a full podcast for the first episode. Until then, I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. Bye bye. <laughs>